Hello and welcome to another episode of Culture Dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten. I'm here with my buddy Parks Miller. And today we have another sports dump for you. This is something we, we've been posting about this for a while, alluding that we were going to do this. Uh, and, you know, it also ties into a suggestion that we get all of the time. So we're going to kind of bunch everything together with this one. But today we're talking about soaps. Like soap shoes. Soap uh, shoes. Yeah, soap shoes. And these, you know, some people might remember these. This is a very age-specific thing because they are out, and it was a flash in a pan kind of a deal. But the traces of them can still be found in modern day. Uh, this is a dump because it's a popular trend that was piggybacking off of the rise of extreme sports in the 90s, particularly aggressive inline skating. Uh, they allowed you to practice the sport anywhere you went. These were shoes that were modeled to look like your average chunky skate shoe almost sketchers like but they had this uh amazing piece of technology a square of plastic screwed into the bottom that they called the grind plate and now you can grind on shit right i guess <laughs> so that right. was the whole thing and it seems i mean it is silly and it looks really silly um but i'm also trying not to hate uh also uh like the Yeezy exists, so like maybe yeah. in retrospect, it's not that silly looking. No, there's um, dumber, there's dumber. Sh I mean, okay, they look better than the D3s, but the I thing mean, is the, like, yeah, the D3 is horrible. And did they yeah. ever collab? Because like a D3 soap shoe would be like. Well, no, because soaps <laughs> are part of the aggressive inline community, and D3s were skate shoes, and there the two shall meet. You know, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you re you remember the the weird rivalry between uh rollerbladers and skateboarders but it's it's a thing it was a very I, real yeah. thing i was a terrible skateboarder and i remember just really early on just someone tells you that inline skating is lame and just kind of ran with it and then and you're like yep it is <laughs> like and you just get like that and, you're like, and i yeah. don't know why it's still just as fucking crazy you know what i mean like yeah it, it was just something to to be a rival about but soaps kind of fell somewhere in between because they were a skate shoe that you could essentially do rollerblading tricks with and we see you know nowadays we see like kind of remnants of soaps and and the idea of anywhere you go extreme sport shoes most notably Heelys and Heelys. We get Heelys. asked to do dumps on all of the time, right. but you can't really do Heelys without doing soaps and vice versa. So these two are kind of connected um, and they're going to be included together. And today's episode is pretty special because we're going to do it our normal dump way. And then the last half of this episode is going to be an interview that I conducted with a young man named Thomas Motier, who, uh, had a hand in kind of inventing the soap shoes <laughs> or at least uh making the 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 sport of soaping back when it was called freestyle walking uh popular <laughs> right and then the, so that's what's there's also parkour which kind of i mean almost might be a dump too because it really had a moment i remember parkour was in that james bond movie the first well, james bond with daniel craig so it had like its little dump moment but it's funny because the soap shoe kind of it was very specifically like, don't do crazy shit until you hit the rail. Then you can right. do your crazy shit and then you chill again <laughs> to yeah. like well, replicate yeah, it, the inline skate as opposed to like, let's do crazy flips. Them, right. If you combine the two, like soaps and parkour, that you'd be fucking unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> We're so lame, dude. Um, but We're the so lame for saying uh, that. The yeah, the name, the name is rough. Soap. Soaps? I, I mean, it makes sense. Slippery. Slippery they, like, the, soap. The, the grind plate was this kind of opaque white, like almost like 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 a pearl. Like it, it was it looked like a like a piece of soap was embedded in the sole of your shoe. So, I mean, it worked. And, you know, yeah, like the, the one word thing. But, yeah, it, it's a whole deal. But let's get into the history of, of soaps really quick. So in 1997, a new shoe was introduced into the extreme sports market. Rather than being constructed to aid in an existing extreme sport like skateboarding or BMX, these shoes were the sport. Soap shoes appeared to be your average chunky skate shoe, but they featured a plastic panel in the middle of the sole that allowed the consumer to grind rails and ledges 
like one would with rollerblades. Now, roller skates and, and rollerblades, they've been around forever. Roller skates have been around since 1760, first of all. And they started as a mode of transportation, turned into a leisurely activity. Like, you know, you have roller skating fascinations and, you know, pretty much from the 50s up through the 80s. And then you have, um, you know, the aggressive inline, which right. comes from, you know, using like hockey, like roller hockey skates for, right. for tricks and grinding Blade. and stuff. Yeah, and, and then the brand Roller Blade, which we will talk about shortly. But the thought of using rollerblades to actually get around is stupid to me. <laughs> there is that amazing video of the guy. It's like these cops are on. It's like these rollerblade cops, and they're chasing a guy. <laughs> but then the guy is just, I can't remember what the guy is on. I think he's just running PCP. really fast, <laughs> probably a little of the dust. And he runs up this huge flight of stairs and the, the blade cops are like fucked because they can't go up the stairs. Oh, and it's like, man. but See, why they had soaps, though? This is a, but this is a real video of like, why are these cops on rollerblades? Um, uh, also, probably because it's like the, like a beachy town. They want to kind of like be cool with the locals. They're cool cops, man. They probably like lost. Actually, they're not cool because they're on rollerblades. If they were on skateboards, they then they'd be cool. <laughs> But a skateboard cop, I think that something the world would explode or something. But, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, they probably lost their funding after. Like, all right, we yeah. can't, this video. Uh, or they also, gave them Heelys because like, they're like, dude, <laughs> the, the perp hits the stairs, pop those wheels out and continue pursuit, brother. Might as well have like a little mace in them, too, somehow. When you're kicking someone in the face, you can mace them, too. Uh, I just want to say roller skates have kind of come back with like the hot Instagram girl community. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it seems a cute like girl thing. It's yeah. like a new trend to like do your skates, not the blades. The but I don't really style. see too many. Like, like I know a lot of girls. Like I've seen a lot of people posting like that they get them or they're like you know like sprawled out like like posing like on the floor like showing off the skates prominently in the photo. But like I really don't see too many videos of anyone actually using them because it's fucking hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like skating is, I, is really hard, and I don't think people remember that. Right. I know a couple of people that are, They. it seems like that was maybe their COVID, uh, their little COVID passion. Like, let, let me relearn how to skate. Right. You know? So right. it, it seems like they're going at it, you know, doing half pipes and stuff. So, yeah, hey. good. You know, cool. hey, and, and, and you know what? Hey. Good for them. Uh, new hobbies, you know, you get a little fitness in there. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good for everyone. Get a nice, nice, clean fun. Now, the shoes were invented by Chris Morris, a former employee of the aggressive inline skating empire Rollerblade, which was based out of Torrance, California. Now, Torrance, for those of you not from California, is a very, very California-esque town. It's, uh, it's very, like, fast times out there. It's also where they filmed the documentary All American High, which we will be discussing on our Patreon uh, as part of our DocuDump series, but it's incredible. But anyways, he had the idea to create a pair of shoes with a grind plate, and he started by attaching pieces of PVC pipe to the bottom of a pair of Nikes. Remember that for later in this episode. From there, he contacted design team Concept 21, later forming Artemis Innoventions to create the, or Innovations, my bad, to create the finalized designs of the shoe. For the next four years, soaps became incredibly successful, selling millions of dollars worth of these shoes. Now, just like the other major players in the world of extreme sports, Soap Shoes had a professional team of soapers. And that's what it was called if you did this. Uh, and this team was comprised of former aggressive inline skaters as well as skateboarders and some people that just got into soaping for soaping. We'll call them soul soapers. Uh, members of the team... <laughs> you like that shit? But members of the team included Ryan Johnsimus, which we'll talk about extensively in a little bit, Brendan Smith, Danny Lynch, Eddie Ramirez, Paul Cifuentes, and Ben Kelly, who also worked in Soap's research and development department. Uh, that was their pro team. And soon there were crews all over the world competing with each other through self-produced videos, but it was a very contained trend that wasn't showing any signs of a mainstream breakthrough. Now, people on the team say that the reason why soaps didn't get to the point of, say, skateboarding or rollerblading was because the company head wanted to keep it, like, family-friendly and not kind of, like, go into the edginess that some of the other extreme sports were playing with as far as advertising imagery. Maybe there's truth to that, and, like, everyone just kind of saw it as, like, a goofy thing because they never, like came out as badasses i don't know yeah it's kind of like scooters but it's also a great dump because it's it kind of goes back to that question about what is a dump 
and I think that uh, I mean I mean scooter is arguably a dump, but it's also a very obvious category. Whereas yeah, it's low hanging fruit. For whereas sure. the soap shoe, it's like scooter, not a dump. Soap shoe, that's a dump. a dump. Okay, see exactly. That's like the perfect example. And we like we get asked that shit like when you know on the rare times where uh, we get interviewed or we're on someone else's show. Like, what is a dump? And people are like, well, like is the OJ trial a dump? No, it's not. But yeah. the OJ movie where he had his own prank show called Juiced, that's a dump. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we it's like, oh, we gotta yeah. You know, I want to like, watch like, that. Like Michael Jackson, you know, not a dump. Living with Michael Jackson, the documentary by Martin Bashir, a dump. Like right. it's, there, there's a, a delicate balance that we're maintaining here. For instance, here's a good uh, dump-worthy part of the soap story. In 2001, the game Sonic Adventure 2 was released for the Sega Dreamcast console. The game was the final big push for soap shoes as the beloved blue hedgehog wore them throughout the entire game. So that, and it was like, you know, oh. Sonic wears soap shoes. And like that oh. became like a big thing for Dreamcast. Okay, folks, Wait, that's right there. Wait, I played this game. I just, yeah. I just realized that, yeah, that's what he, because you were grinding all the time. Yeah. On the Fellas. soaps. Fellas, if she doesn't understand anything in the sentence, Sonic Adventure 2 for Dreamcast featured soap shoes, she's too young for you. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a perfect example of that shit. Now, this game, you know, like I said, it was the it was the final big push. And while this seemed to have fueled a second wave of interest in soaps, owner Chris Morris lost ownership of the brand that year, and the company was sold to Instride, a company known for their wrestling gear. Then Instride went bankrupt in 2002, and once more, the soap brand was up for grabs. Now, this brings us to one of the most requested culture dump topics we get sent in, and that's Healy's. Healy Sports Limited is the company behind the smash hit roller skate shoe hybrid. Heelys. <laughs> is, right, I mean, right. fuck, like it's the bane of everyone that has worked in retail in the early 2000s, like probably till now, because there's just always going to be some fucking kid in cargo shorts with like <laughs> like a Game Boy whizzing around, you know, the aisles and these fucking things like seemingly everywhere you turned, especially right when they came out. Like when right. I was in high school, like every child was like super mobile, like and you, fast. You know, you can't deny that as funny as, you know. There's something kind of great about the covertness of the Healy and the soap shoe because you can just be looking relatively normal and then all of a sudden you can just be bam, boom, you know, yeah. you're moving, you're grinding a rail, you're like skirting around. I remember that little move that everyone would do with their feet, the little like bloop, the little foot, the heel oh, pop yeah. up move. And then all of a sudden you're floating away and it sounds stupid. And it is stupid, <laughs> but it's some, it's kind of cool <laughs> for like a, for yeah, like a 13 year old, that's episode. fucking genius. This whole episode is like, it's stupid, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, cause again, if, if you watch videos of people doing like, if you watch videos of soapers, you know, which by the way, like a soaper sounds like something you pay extra for at a massage parlor. I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, it's like, oh, dude, you get the soaper, but like. It is kind of <laughs> rad. Like these guys are doing like, I mean, I've seen pictures of people doing like the Hollywood 16 and shit, like just like gigantic legendary grind spots. And they're just like running up to them and popping down. them. like, it, it's rad, but it's just silly. Cause then, you know, they land and then they just like walk away. The, the land. <laughs> I think the land is where it loses it because when you skate or rollerblade, when you land the grind, the wheels kind of give you this momentum and you ride away. And then yeah. it kind of just gives it this nice poetic finish. But with the shoes, you just kind of, I'm done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's like, it's like Tricks when you're over. a kid and you jump down a couple stairs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it's like that. And then, but you know, Healy's, I, I never really saw that many people doing like tricks with them. I know that that was happening, but for the most part, it was just for like zooming around the aisles of a grocery store. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, that's that's the whole thing. So, yeah, HS, HSL, Healy Sports Limited. In 2003, they acquired soaps in order to include the signature grind plate on their shoes. In addition to introducing a line of Healy's featuring soap technology, HSL also released six new models of soaps, all with several different color schemes. And the launch ultimately was a failure. Business critics pointed out that there was just too much product introduced at once when they were already falling behind their orders for the shoes they already had on the market. So not only did they get soaps, which really what they should have done is just thrown soap on the box, added the grind plate to Healy's. It doesn't take anything away. It only adds and have that be it. But no, they're like, we're going to do that, 
but we're also going to create six new pairs of just soap shoes and they're all going to come in all these different colors no mm. one cared because why buy just the soap shoe if you can get one with a wheel in it yeah huh. you know so so that that was that's kind of like a missed opportunity it's kind of the downfall for, for both, and we'll see why. So soap shoes seem to be on the precipice of a resurgence in 2006 after a slow but growing new fan base was forming. And then tragedy struck. The country was hit with an economic recession that on August 8, 2007, caused HSL's stock to drop by 50% in a single day. Like that, it's yeah, it, it's almost unheard of. It's enough to, to ruin any business. Any yeah. business loses 50, no matter how big it is. Like, seriously, like Amazon and shit, you, you cut them in half in a single day drop, it's going to be really hard to recover. That's just panic. You know? And I mean, you hit a recession, you got to buy milk and eggs and toilet paper. You just the, the soap shoes just immediately, yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> drops uh, off the list. <laughs> That's yeah, all, all of a sudden, I, sh I don't really care if uh, there's a, he a, sh a wheel in the back of my fucking shoe. Yeah. So the company decided to stick with its top sellers in order to recoup the losses, and soaps once again faded into obscurity. A few years later, Healy's hosted a series of live demos. The demos would feature Soap Shoes Express, which is kind of the line of the Heelys with the grind plate on them. They called them Soap Shoes Express. And it seemed as though soaps would be brought back again, but after suffering substantial financial losses, Heelys was bought out by a subsequent brand group in 2013, and soaps were discontinued indefinitely. Now, there was rip-offs, there's guides online on how to build your own, how to, like, you know, literally, like, what shoe on the market right now is most similar to a pair of soaps, and how do you do this? What size pipe do you buy? All that kind of stuff. Uh, their website was up for a while saying they'll return soon now it's just a blank you know domain and there's only one member of the original soaps team keeping it alive and that's ryan johnsimus the star of soap or die yes now i mean i'm not is it johnsimus or one i, I think one zemis johnsimus it's johnsimus johnsimus okay yeah um, yeah he, he says it in so oh, okay. so soap or okay. die yeah in, in uh, 2017 these two guys greg keith and logan Schillinglaw, uh the fourth, the fourth. I might, yeah <laughs> yeah the fourth uh they uploaded a 21 minute documentary on soap shoes pro writer ryan johnsimus titled soap or die yeah and it's fucking <laughs> worth the watch every bit of the way yeah Absolutely. Now, the first of all, with this document, we're just going to go on on this because it really just follows Ryan and, and his rise and, and his life story. Again, no one else is really keeping the soaping alive. This guy does. Like, he still like puts videos up of him doing it. Like, if you, if you're on his Instagram, like he still busts it out. He's done a lot of other stuff that we'll get into, but that was pretty much it. But the intro to Soap or Die, like, it has this old sound clip of him uh, where he basically says this. You know, honestly, I'm just a simple guy. I just want to soap. I want to smoke bud. I want to party. I want to bang my chick. And I want to have a good time. Which really just like encapsulates the soaping attitude of the time, you know, <laughs> and like, and also the, the music in in this documentary is very like avant garde. Like the guys that are doing it were very self aware. This isn't like a love letter to soaps. This is like what we're doing right now. Yeah, he. I think his whole little like smoke bud and like bang my broad or whatever is like seems very much <laughs> that like kind of skateboard like rock star sort of vibe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, I actually really like the music. I mean, it was this kind of melancholy, ambient sort well, of. Well, it's like it's ambient black metal. It's like it's it's almost like kind of like you know reminiscent of that band Deaf Heaven and and stuff like that, where it's like ethereal black metal. Yeah. Like you, you know, like it, where like the screaming aspect and like all the edges are kind of shaved off, so it's like a softer tone, but it's still like. Yeah, there's some, but then there were just there was a couple songs that I kind of gave there's me almost the too, yeah. uh, almost like Boards of Canada, just that sort of you're like I'm just living in a '90s <laughs> dreamland, and I think that I'm that's just soaping, baby. And I mean, I guess that would be the it's the appropriate, vibe. you know. And it I don't know, it kind of fits the because it's this guy and he's doing this soap thing, and there's a great quote where at one point he's like, I mean, I'm 35 years old and I'm just jumping on top of shit with my dumbass shoes or something you know he like has this great yeah. existential moment of like isn't it really stupid what i'm doing and um 
So I feel like the, I don't know. I was really taken by the music. I thought it really yeah. worked. I mean, I was taken by the whole thing. Cause like it's a great doc, 21 minutes. Like you, you want to hate the, you want to hate the guy. Mm-hmm. You really do. Yeah. And like, and, and it's really easy to, and then even at the end, you know, there's, there's all this stuff where you're like, Oh God, it's so fucking corny. But like at the end of the day, like you, like you really can't hate him that much. Cause like, at the, like he's winning at that point. Cause you're just putting in too much energy to hate something that you don't exactly. need to. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's cause you know, we've, you know, we're going to make fun, you know, and I've, kind of the whole thing it looks funny but yeah he really does there's another just thing where he's just reiterating that you know basically i mean this is just this is what i love to do and i mean you know you got to kind of take it it's like he's not hurting people by doing this this is not you know it's like you should if you do what you love as long as that's not just intentionally making people's lives worse and right which is which is what we'll be discussing next episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) which now now there was a little moment where he uh because he ventures and he moves to las vegas and becomes a dating coach and a pickup artist in las vegas and uh this is (laughs) a little hint about what's to come for next week so yeah but there's he has a sleazy side there's other yeah of course well and like he dresses like like there's a certain look for like a certain kind of guy that lives in Vegas and like it's already in the folks that know what I'm talking about. It's already in your head. You're correct. It's like, you're like a human chain wallet. It's like kind (laughs) of like, like what, what you are, you know, you're like a human soul patch chain wallet, like lots of tattoos, like got the white, like lots of tattoos about like, 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 like faith and like fucking Mm -hmm. like, hustling and stuff like that but his life story is pretty interesting he was a football player that then one day saw some guy do a sick trick on rollerblades and was like damn i'm gonna get into that started getting really good at rollerblading got some notoriety then got offered a you know a gig with soaps because soaps you know came out and then he got fired because he was trying to push for an ad campaign where it's like dude look we're we're pros like you should be repping us like say like fucking world industries does for their skaters or Osiris or fucking any major extreme sports company. And he had an idea where it's like, dude, it should be like me in a hot tub with like chicks and like soap shoes, fucking cheerleader outfits. And like, there's like fire and shit. And they're like, no, like we want this to be family friendly across the board. Cause that's the problem with skateboarding is it's moving too much into like counterculture and, and like punk rock and like hip hop culture. Yeah. Yeah. To where like, like young kids, like parents aren't letting their kids get, skateboards because they don't want them getting involved in the lifestyle not necessarily the sport so they were trying to keep soaps pure or clean pun intended um (laughs) and so anyways like he starts getting into you know arguments with the owner and the research and development people and he sends this nasty email that's supposed to just go to like his buddy or something or like it, it, one thing leads to another. He sends this horrific, nasty, shit-talking email to like everyone. A classic that, reply all. Yeah, this, yeah, this just foiled like. by by the internet. So yeah. that was the end of that. So then he's like, "Well, I am soap shoes." So he gets a fucking soap tattoo, and then later he's like, "Why did I fucking do that? That was so dumb." Yeah. So he tries to <laughs> yeah. remove it himself by heating up a spoon and then pressing it to the tattoo, uh-huh. which left him with just this like heinous scar that looks <laughs> like someone stabbed him with like a fucking railroad spike. Right. <laughs> and, but then like, he covered it up with like a rock on hand, the, the devil horn hand sign or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, rock on, dude. And then so he, he got his girlfriend pregnant. So he joins the Navy uh, and then he became a, a multi-published author. He's written books on like finance and like self-help and a lot of pickup artist shit and yep. dating advice stuff. For, and that's kind of his thing. He claims he's the top dating coach in Vegas he, and he still soaps to this day. Which is also interesting, the timeline. Get your girlfriend pregnant, have a kid get married, then become pickup artist. Yeah, I guess things were working out. But well, then, that's the thing. But I think yeah, he's uh, I think he's like still married and has a kid. It's like I feel like he did sort of have this little bottoming out moment. And again, this is all about a guy, like a soap shoe guy. So like yeah, a soaper. So you're still gonna getting this like rags to riches and rags again kind of arc, but about a soap <laughs> guy. But then it seems like I don't rags know. Rags to riches to rags. Well, that's what it is. It's like the rise and fall, you know, it's the Tony Montana. Yeah. And but it's he, like, he's doing like pretty good. I mean, like he made over a million dollars with his books. So yeah. I mean, it's not like soap was paying. Oh, and he made soap. a he made a rap yeah. song too. Oh, that's yeah, right. Because he, he, he first video. moved out to Vegas to be a um to be an engineer, and then like 
he was just like reinvented himself as like this cool pickup artist, like get any chick, manipulate him. Then I guess he got laid so many times, which I'm guessing for a guy like that is what, like three times to where now he's just like, whoa, shit, I can get chicks. Like I need to tell other guys about this, but that's not this episode. That's not this episode, uh, but yeah, who knows? Maybe. But yeah, so and, and and you know he he still soaps to to this day that that's kind of the, the where that documentary soap or die leaves you off and like it's funny there's like a part where he's like just soaping around town and he's in the supermarket and he like walks <laughs> yeah. up casually to the produce stand and then just casually busts out like a little like ledge grind a little fifty and it's like you just walked around the streets of Los Angeles and then fucking put your feet. Or, or Las Vegas, yeah. and then put your feet on like all the fucking broccoli and carrots and <laughs> cabbage and shit. Like you asshole. Yeah. Like you know, wash your produce, folks. You never know who's soaped on them. Uh, <laughs> who's, is essentially who's put their food. Yeah, yeah. It's but yeah, it's it's a funny documentary. I think it's also in that time. I I get sort of a vice vibe from the editors, a little vicey. Totally. Where I mean, they definitely yeah. edit. There, there's this moment where they edit the guy kind of putting his sunglasses, like taking them off and on dramatically. And they're editing kind of in a way that's sort of making fun of him. So it's kind of like, right. the, yeah, it feels like the people producing it are sort of having a little fun with him with the way they edit. There's one well, moment. And like the title card, like where it flashes the title, it's all fucking like weed and cigarettes, like flashing right. over and over. <laughs> they do a little thing where he's talking about how he doesn't eat Twinkies anymore and he's really healthy. And then there's sort of, some of the editing kind of is like, implying that like this guy is like not as full of shit <laughs> yeah it's like he's full of shit and then there's this one moment where he's also just kind of, there, there's a lot of these moments where it's just him walking and he also he's got this like black and white bandana that's like always sticking out of his left pot like back pocket yeah that's and hanky code folks it's uh, pride month <laughs> so uh he, yeah maybe. Uh, i don't remember what color it was but maybe, uh, i think it's uh, like whatever this guy color his soaps. bandana in whatever pocket it means he wants the soaping he wants to be the one that to do the soaping he wants to be uh, the that, one that, that, do that, that, that that's what his hanky code is right there um but there is this great amazing shot where <laughs> He's just, I guess they're just trying to get these little B-roll. I don't know. They just, there's just a ton of shots of him just kind of standing and he's looking up and then it's kind of the cameras panning around and it's, and then like it's voiced over with him kind of waxing philosophical about why you should just do whatever you love in life. And it's kind of touching. Right. But one of these moments he's doing that. And then in the background, there's these two women that are just obviously pointing at him and laughing at him. And it's in the background yeah. for a second. <laughs> But then again, it, but all the, that being said, it's again, this is perfect. Like, yeah, laugh it up, ladies. Yeah, it's perfect dump because he's doing what he loves and fuck, fuck all the haters. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. And, and, and that's kind of it. But where did this really all come from is the question. Was it the idea of Chris Morris? Did it really come from inline skating? No. The truth of the matter is that the true root of soaps, the, the, where soaps really probably came from, was from a little-known MTV show called MTV Unfiltered, which featured true stories of kids all around the country uh, doing the things that they loved, showing, showcasing uh, the things that make their particular clique of friends unique, and we will discuss... Uh, this episode with one of the people that that was featured in it, uh, our, our guest today, Thomas Motier. Now there was an episode called freestyle walking and this is early nineties. This is pre soaps by a few years. And, and you can find this video folks. We posted it to our Patreon, but anyone can find this uh, MTV unfiltered freestyle walking. It was very popular and it's like, a group of 13 to 15 year olds literally just like jumping over bushes. And it's like very pre jackass, like, like running on a bench and then doing like a 180 off of it. And they filmed themselves doing it and we got the guy. So this is the interview with Thomas, uh, one of the original freestyle walkers shedding some light on the true history of soaps. All right, folks, this is it. Ryan Lichten here. I'm sitting with Thomas Motier. And we are talking about the history of soaps. It goes way deeper than the story that we just spent so much time telling you. There's actually a hidden truth behind them. We were contacted by Thomas here. Uh, I'm guessing, what, did you just hear the show? Or, and Yeah, yeah. I, I had listened to um, Podcast 99, and that's how I found Culture Dumps. And just everything you guys were covering was just, like, hilarious. So I saw you post a thing about um, 
soap shoes. And I was like, man, I, ha- I have to hit him up about this. All right. It's just a ridiculous story. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, this is incredible. And this, I mean, this is like one of these great, like, Russian doll fucking, you know, dumps because there's like a dump within a dump within a dump. So, you know, we, we covered Healy's like through talking about soaps, but there's another thing that's very dump worthy and that's the MTV show unfiltered that existed yeah. for just a short amount of time. So why don't you go ahead and tell me your story of being on MTV unfiltered? Cool. So, um, back in the mid nineties, there was the show you referenced MTV unfiltered, which was essentially like, almost viral videos on MTV at the time where if you contacted MTV and you had something you were doing that you thought was noteworthy and they thought it was cool, they'd literally fed XU video cameras. Um, That's insane. Like, it's, it's fucking nuts. It's <laughs> just like how much everything has changed since then, that they would have to send you video cameras. Then you just go around and essentially you'd contact them first, kind of tell them the story of what you were doing and then they would determine whether or not they were going to send you the cameras. So we, we knew me is me and a couple of my friends, uh, Brandon, Brian and Mike. And we're all like, we should, we should just try to be on MTV unfiltered. And we were all just like messing around one day and decided to start like jumping off of like chairs in the lunchroom and like walls and stuff like that. Just as a total joke. And we're like, oh, it's freestyle walk. It's the same it's thing that walk. every kid does yeah. ever. And you call it exactly. freestyle walking without knowing <laughs> that someone, AKA Thomas and his cronies actually invented it for real. Like like you, right. like you could punk like a little kid, like at the park that's doing it. And be like, oh, are you freestyle walking? They'll be like, yeah, cause that's what you call it. And you'd be like, I actually know the guy that invented that because but- no one will think that you actually invented it, but you have the proof. So yeah, continue. Yes. Legitimately, like anytime somebody brings up freestyle walking or like soap shoes, I'm just like, oh shit! Like here we go. <laughs> like I have this memory for the you know 1700th time. Um, but we we're all like, yeah, let's let's try to get on MTV unfiltered. So my friend Brandon actually called them and was we started making up this story how like yeah, teachers are against us. You know, the police are shutting it down. Everyone in our town hates freestyle walking just total lies. We had been doing it for like two days at this point. Right. And MTV completely bought it. So they, they sent us all these cameras out to our, um, out to the Midwest and suburbs of Chicago. And then, uh, we were already in too deep. So we just started filming us freestyle walking. <laughs> and you know, when you see it, it's like, it is what it is. Like, okay, there's, there's parkour, and then there's freestyle right. walking. The two are very different. Like, For sure. like, if, like if someone that does professional parkour that literally like jumps off a fucking parking structure roof yeah. onto another building, you're like, oh, you're freestyle walking. They'll probably slap you in the face. But now right. but if you see someone doing freestyle walking, like say like doing like a 180 down like a four stair and right. you call that parkour, you'd be like, dude, no, I'm just like freestyle walking. <laughs> like, you exactly, know? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a total true. difference. And it, and it reads like this. And folks, I'm going to post this video to our Patreon, but anyone can find this. You can you can find the right. freestyle walking vid. It's actually someone else recommended that we do this. Like, okay. so you're known, dude. Like, you, yeah, you're the, you're the freestyle walking guy. Dude, it's it's very bizarre. And like, I got to give credit to my three other friends because, I mean, we all kind of came up with this together, obviously. But um, the funniest part of it is like getting these cameras and then it's like, we instantly went into like that kind of like director story creator mode. Cause we're like, all right, well we have to, we said everybody's completely against this. So we would have to, you know, go to our teachers and be like, Hey, uh, say you hate freestyle walking. And, and they would, <laughs> or like we have like the, the lunch lady, the lunch attendant be like yelling at us, like stop freestyle walking, no freestyle walking here. And none of this was actually happening. Right, like, right. I mean, were they, were they cool with it? Did they even know that this was going to be for TV, or were they, did they think it was like a student project, or like how did you like what like rock me through convincing a teacher to be in this? I think everyone was just extremely confused as to what we were doing because we're running around with these cameras and we're like, oh, it's going to be on MTV, and we're uh, we're jumping off walls, you know, it's freestyle <laughs> walk, right? And I mean, they're all just totally confused. I, I doubt any of them actually thought. We were, this was going to be on TV, but they were just going along with it because, you know, we were like creative freshmen in high school. Like, right. like fine, do, do your thing. Like, um, but, you know, once it was actually pieced together on MTV, it creates the whole illusion that like this entire town is against us freestyle walking. 
something we came up with like two weeks prior as a joke. Right. But it yeah. worked. I mean, so can you remember any other episodes of Unfiltered just to kind of just juxtapose like what you were doing? Because I haven't seen any other ones. Like yours is the one that exists because it's such yeah. a thing. Like there's a video of me. Uh, I'll also try and find this folks to post uh, of me freestyle walking on like a mini ramp. Like wearing nice. like, like jean shorts with my shirt tucked in, like really going for it. And again, we called it freestyle walking. I had no idea that shit exists, like that that video or that segment existed until right. you emailed us. So it's really funny. Like, like for instance, we talk about this all the time. Like, who's the first person to like figure out that you could like eat an egg or like who's the first person that ever like smoked weed like you know like you're the first person that fucking called it freestyle walking at least on camera so forever you and your crew are the creators right it's 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 cool for sure and you know going back and thinking about like the mid 90s obviously the internet was there but it didn't exist on a level that it exists now um so there wasn't really a reference for how far extending it was going, but like I would get calls from like one of my friends who lived like an hour away and he's like, Hey, there's no, there's no freestyle walking signs around here and stuff. So that was kind of, uh, you know, like in their schools, kids were seeing it on MTV and be like, we're doing it too. Like, oh we're, my we're God. And, and I mean, to touch on what you were saying, I, I don't remember too many, MTV Unfiltered episodes, it was kind of just like, you know, like day-to-day, like teenage angst from what I remember and just like random stuff like that. Just people, yeah. this is my town to live in and this is what happens here, you know? Right. Um, yeah, like from the intro, like like the intro segment, like when they like, you know, start the show, it seems like that there was like, you know, because this is like early 90s, mid 90s stuff. So it seemed like they were covering like party crews, you know, like, yes, like yeah. in, in L.A. That's like that was a big thing where there was like gangs, but they weren't necessarily doing gang stuff. They were just partying really hard. And like, so right. like that would be a thing. And then there's like dancing, like in one one city or something. And then you had you guys <laughs> jumping down right. stair sets and like falling into bushes and shit. It's all it, it's almost like a predecessor to like jackass and, and stuff like that. But it also fell into that huge uprise of extreme sports that was happening. Exactly. For sure. And they um it totally did. It's like under that entire umbrella there. Um, and I mean, yeah, I guess there was a lot of that going on in like the ether at the time with like the jackass guys starting around then probably too. And just, it was in the air, I guess. Um, but one thing is, is that's crazy that I remember about it was they premiered it on like, they called it like authority sucks weeks or authority <laughs> sucks on MTV. And it was like a big thing. Like I hate you mom week. Right, exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget because, like, I mean, we were freshmen in high school when this was on MTV, and like Kurt Loder introduced it. Oh my god! And they had it, yeah. And they showed it as a clip separate from MTV Unfiltered, just because they thought like they had something, you know, like <laughs> the youth was really gonna love this. Um, and I'll never forget like Kurt Loder introducing it and seeing it for the first time on TV, and then it's like, oh shit, this is this is really happening. This was like a joke. Yeah, well, a they- month. Ago. Was there any pressure? Like, was there any pressure to like get better at freestyle walking now that everyone thought that you guys like really did it? We started coming up with like actual moves, like the two touch shout, the the turtle kick, all this stuff. Like, it started going to our head, kind of, you know, because like we're 15 and like we're about to be on MTV and we're running around with these cameras they sent us in the mail, you know, it's like you're just the world. So we'd take um we'd take like trains just to different areas in the burbs in chicago and just jump off shit for like the day and film it you know <laughs> like absolutely insane. <laughs> we're, we're, like did that make you guys like popular at school like were you guys getting like chicks or dudes or anything like that or, or was it like was it like okay, you guys are on mtv exactly. but you guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> um not necessarily i mean when it was happening um i, I think there were people that were like gravitating towards us that wanted to be on camera and stuff and um there's actually like in the mtv clip like one of my friends from high school um is like straight up just doing a full front flip like off a bench you know who just jumped in on it to camera you know um so there was definitely people that were like gravitating towards it wanting to be on there but there wasn't a lot of pressure or anything and i don't think any of the teachers fully understood what was going on. Like you can just see like the, the sarcasm in their voices, like in the clip, they're like, yeah, freestyle walking's bad. You know, like they don't even right. know like why. 
it, um, it, it reminds me of like um, the, there was this tape. This is a very obscure reference that uh, you you know that's that's what you listen to culture dumps for. But uh, right. th- there was a there was a tape called the the uh, hip hop witch. And it was like right yes. around the yeah okay you remember that it's yeah. like right around the Blair Witch time fascination with like you know found footage horror movies so they would go backstage to all these rap concerts so it's like fucking like DMX and Eminem and shit and they'd just be like hey man what do you think about the the hip hop witch and like right. these guys had no idea what the fuck this was right. there's no reference so there's like oh uh, shit's crazy man shit's crazy and it's like when you watch the freestyle video it's just like uh yeah they're just jumping off of anything like they like you right. know, it's like going along with it and it's like so obvious yeah. and like it's it's funny though that they sent you guys cameras to do this because the whole thing comes off like it's a video production class project because you're not pro right. filmmakers you're not a professional right. film team for you know mtv which at the time is like the biggest fucking thing on the planet so it, sure. it's, it's very interesting that they were just like MTV was so big that they could literally just send cameras to a bunch of kids that are jumping off of benches and being like, film some shit. We'll have Kurt Loder introduce yeah. it. It's, it's unbelievable to think all they had to do was just, yeah, set up some cameras, and then we have we have a show. We'll just edit it together. Yeah, you know, it was that easy. Like, <laughs> did, you guys get to, did you get to keep those cameras? No. Um, <laughs> we had to set But they were like the classic old school, like the little, not DV, but like the little mini A-tapes. So. Right. I do remember there was one teacher, I think, what is that? Mr. Metzler. So he, he's like the only one, if you watch the actual MTV clip, it's like, what do you think of freestyle walking? And he's just like, I think it's great. Yeah. Like, I think it's like the most creative thing I've, I've seen in a long time. And like, I think he was like kind of one of the only ones that was like actually in on it, like understood what we were doing maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. He was like, uh, like the pseudo, like, um, cheerleader manager of, of, of yeah. the kids <laughs> that's, dude that's he so, was like the cool teacher yeah it, it's so fucking funny so now let's let's get into soap so that's like yeah. you know that happens and did you try to like you know after it came out did you try to make shoes to to do this kind of stuff right so so after it was it was on tv it was like the next day i can remember this like girl i had a crush on forever that i like never talked to in high school it was just like good job. And it was just like, holy shit. Like, and you know, it started like kind of going to our, not going to our head at that point. Cause we're 15, you know, it can't really go to your right, head. It goes and, to your boner. You know, yeah. man. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so we were all just like, yeah, we got to keep running with this. So we, we kept coming up with like moves and stuff like that. And then me, Brandon, Mike and Brian, we were all had the idea that if we took like an airwalk one, like an old skate shoe, and cut out the center of the sole. We were going to try to put half a pipe in there so we could rail grind with our, our shoes. Uh-huh. Just to like Sounds familiar. And we spray painted the shoes gold and we're like, we're making freestyle <laughs> walking shoes. You know, like, this is great. Um, Did that work? The, it, it didn't. Like, it, it, was like <laughs> it was like, it was a terrible prototype, but like, it was there, you know, like the idea was there. Yeah. We were doing it. Um, and MTV actually contacted us again. They contacted Brandon because he was kind of like the, the guy who was going back and forth on the phone with them. Um, and they're like, yo, we got, we got such a great response from like authority sucks week. Um, do you guys want to do like a few intros for other, uh, MTV unfiltered shows? We're like, sure. Like we'll sell out to MTV again. Um, and they sent us cameras again and it was just us being like, Hey, you can be on MTV unfiltered too. Like us. (laughs) And like we did a bunch of those promos for them, just stupid shit like that. No, and then they no were, money, um, right? No money, no. Um, <laughs> uh, no money at all. Uh, and that was about the time that they were saying there was a sports company called Soap, and they're curious if we had any ideas for like freestyle walking or freestyle walking accessories. So Brandon gets linked up with uh, a representative from Soap. And right. he's and this is like a fifteen year old, fourteen, fifteen year old kid talking to like you know yeah. some executive in yeah. a company. Very easy to uh, rip off of a fifteen year old, for sure. <laughs> it's very easy to just yeah. take something from a teenager and just not yeah. have to owe them anything. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, especially in like nineteen ninety five. Yeah, right. um, and he was like, "Yeah, we're we're making a shoe. Um, you know, we can we can rail grind with it. It's gonna have a, a piece at the bottom where you can jump and like slide down rails. Blah blah blah." And we don't hear like anything, and that's and that's like the end of it. And I think almost like a year went by. 
Um, and I mean, it like obviously kind of, you know, filtered off from there. We weren't as into it. We were still like, you know, freestyle walking now and then, but like the, the wave had like come and gone. Um, and I'll never forget like sophomore year. I don't remember. So this was like a year after my freshman year, obviously. Um, one of my friends coming into class and he was just like, Hey, and he like pointed down his feet. He's like freestyle walking shoes. Oh man. And, like the first time I saw one, I was just like, what? <laughs> and it's like dumped on, you know? Yeah. And I remember him saying like, there's a waiting list to get these. Like I had to be on a waiting list to get these. They're like hundreds of dollars. And I was just like, Oh shit. You know? And, and being like 15, you kind of realize what's going on and you know how like money works and everything. You don't fully realize that they basically just created, you know, yeah, like now, like nowadays, if you had recorded that phone conversation that your buddy had with with soaps, and like like any of that correspondence, like that's grounds for a lawsuit. Like you know what I mean? Like you sure. you, you probably could have you know gotten a piece of that or like in, in right. some way. But again, like the just you didn't know how to do that. You're a teenager. You know what I mean? And it's exactly. just, it's just exciting to have someone notice you. You already were on MTV. So that's like pretty much already top tier shit. You know, exactly. you, the, the thought that you could actually make money from this joke that you guys made is crazy. It's like culture dumps. It's like the fact that we can actually make money doing right. this. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Which we don't, but Hey, awesome. the idea is there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but man, it's just, yeah, it's unbelievable to think about. And like you're saying, like, it, it would have been grounds for, you know, and I remember around the time, like, we were all telling our parents, like, hey, like, they stole our shoe. They stole our shoe, you know? And, sure and, they did. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you have like, a pair? What did you say? Did you get a pair of soaps eventually? No. Or ever try no. them out? Did any of the, the, the initial freestyle crew ever try them out? Like, the, the actual Not pros? That- not that I know of. I don't think any of us ever actually like got a pair or like bought a pair because it was just such a, a, a thing, you know, it was right. very close to us. It was like, wow, this really happened. And, you know, obviously, it, you know, time go- a year goes by and you're like, whatever. But then years and years down the line, it just keeps getting brought up by people who are like, hey, remember those soap shoes? I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking soap shoes. Here we go. Right. So, Hoping like telling this story here, I just I don't have to like tell this story again to people. I just like I just listen to this. Just refer them. Yeah, no, uh, exactly, a hundred percent. You know what's funny too? It's like you would have only had like maybe like a eight to nine month period to sue them before like they didn't have money to even lose. You know, like, exactly. Like, by that yeah. time, well, did you guys like? So I mean, you guys create this thing, freestyle walking. You're on MTV for it. Obviously, it's like a joke for you guys when you watch it. I mean, it's it's kids messing around, like you said, running through the halls, like bouncing off the lockers and jumping over benches and stuff. When you saw like a like a video of someone actually using the soap shoes, like their pro team, like I mean, that, they're doing some serious shit. Like they're like you right. know, breaking bones, losing teeth, like yeah. doing some insane stuff. Were you like, oh shit, like this is like a different thing than what we were doing? It, it, definitely, like the, the the rail grinding, just like that aspect of it alone is like it, is is definitely more extreme than just like jumping off a chair and a wall. And like, we never really got into any of like the rail grinding side of it, but that was like the extension of it that we had in mind. If we were to like actually pursue it, I feel like. Right. Which right. we, <laughs> which we didn't do. Um, <laughs> Cause it's scary. There, right. It's crazy. And there is, uh, I'm guessing you might've heard it. Uh, Ryan Johnsonis. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So he's, he was like a pro soaper. Yeah. Um, he's like the last like, one still doing it too. Like he's like, right. he, he still does it. Like, right. Not, not like for anyone, but like, you know, right. he's, he's a soul soaper, you know? For sure. Yeah. It, it's just like, it's, it's mind boggling to think that like this joke we created spawned like this actual thing and people like, like die hard, like soapers. And it was just a joke, you know? Right. And then that kind of like then soaps, you know, they got like the whole financial history, you know, of soaps we we, we kind of cover in the first half of this episode. But you know, they got yes. eventually bought out by Healy's, and Healy's were right. huge, you know. And to yeah. me, it's like that's a total departure from freestyle walking, even though it seems like the natural progression. But it's like no, that's just rollerblades. Like you're just going right. back to rollerblades <laughs> that you can like walk in, like you know what I mean? Right, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, like like when those started happening, you start, you know, you're at the store and you see like a kid whiz by you and like a pair of Heelys like did that come back into your head where it's like I that is a fucking off spawn of the shit that we fucking did 
Definitely. And like a lot of like the sketchers around the time that were coming out in like the late 90s had that like same aesthetic, like with the big, the big like um, soles and, and the rubber pieces in the middle or the plastic pieces in the middle, like all those shoes that like late 90s trend of the, the thicker soled shoes with the, the um, centerpieces that are all plastic. That all was just like, wow, this is like the same shoe. <laughs> so. It's it's again. It's just so crazy, like that you hit us up first of all. So thank you, you know, for for reaching out because right. you know it, it's insane. Yeah, Usually, you know, we get emails from people saying like, "Hey, do soaps, do Heelys." We yes. very rarely get an email from someone saying something along the lines of, "Hey, I was on this very obscure fucking MTV right. segment <laughs> that yeah. uh, spawned like a multi million dollar industry that then crashed." And it's like, I mean, it's fucking right. crazy that you were actually doing that. And again, freestyle walking. I can't stress this enough. Like. Every kid has done this. Like every right. kid has done it. And for the most part, you call it freestyle walking and for sure, you yeah. guys fucking created that. So it's a lasting legacy. You know, uh, some of the greatest right. stories go untold, but not today. Right. Right. No, I appreciate you uh, for having me on. It is awesome to, to talk about this. I'm, I'm a big fan of the podcast, so it's super cool. Well, thank you. We're big fans of freestyle walking, Thomas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, re real quick, I want to uh, give you a chance here. Do you got anything you want to plug, any projects you're working on, anything we should know about, uh, anything like that? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, I have a, a YouTube channel. Um, it's just Thomas Modier YouTube. Um, you can just search it on YouTube. And then I do like a, um, a live internet radio station called deepfake.fm. And you can just find that. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, man. Uh, this one goes out to all the freestyle walkers keeping it real out there. Uh, all, all, you know, special thanks to all the teachers hell that yeah. participated, uh, to the yeah. SUV crew <laughs> that put you on into our guest, Thomas Motier for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, man. And, uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, thank you. For having thank you so much. Of course, man. We'll talk soon. So, like with every dump, folks, there is always more to the story. There's always a backside to the dump, uh, and there's always uh, more culture than dump. Uh, you know, and, and this episode really covered it all. We got we got MTV unfiltered. We have Heelys. We have soaps. What a fully loaded fucking episode. So. With that being said, folks, what does it all mean? I guess it means that fads come and go. And uh, there's always going to be people trying to take things to the extremes. There's always going to be people willing to take someone else's idea. So, you know, hold your good ideas tight. Watch ideas out. are cheap. Learn about copyright yeah, I, law, which maybe we yeah, should Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh. <laughs> and if you're not 18, and even if you fucking are, like, say, if you're under 18 and you're talking to someone that's a CEO and they're asking you questions, get your fucking parents involved or get someone in your family involved in that that might know a little bit better than you. Because had these kids have been supervised during that phone call, that fateful phone call where they explained exactly how they were making these shoes, chances are they could have gotten a little piece of the pie. They, you know, they were high school kids. They could have used some college money. So, you know, j just be weary out there. There are people that will take advantage and uh, steal the soaps right off your feet or out of your mind, whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know? Absolutely. So with that being said, make sure you guys check out our Patreon tons and tons of bonus episodes and side series like docky dumps and squirts and all that stuff. Check it out. Patreon.com slash culture dumps. Follow us on all of our social medias, uh, Instagram at culture dumps. I don't think we even bother with Facebook anymore, uh, but uh, if you do, that's at culture dumps as well. And if you have a suggestion, you can email it on over to culture dumps at gmail.com. I'm Ryan Licton. I've been joined by parks Miller. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you ate it up, we dump it out.